Welcome to 1-800-GODS-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odom. Thanks for joining me. So the episode title for today is Your Power Won't Do It. Your Power Won't Do It. This episode title came from me trying to do something on my own and realizing that I couldn't do it. I could not do it within my own power. Um... So I'm going to tell you about a situation and I'm going to tell you how the Holy Spirit responded to me during this situation. And keep in mind, this was many, many, many years ago. Okay. So, but I am transparent. I have nothing to hide. I am very proud of where I am today versus where I came from. But before I tell you about the situation, I do want to, um, a brief recap from last episode. I mentioned not being consistent and it had been a whole month. I think the whole month of November, I hadn't recorded an episode. And what I want to say is I want someone to be encouraged. I don't even know who this is for. This is the Holy Spirit. But anyway, I want someone to be encouraged and I do not want you to be hard on yourself. Meaning if God has called you to do something, and you might not even know where to, where to start. If you don't, go to God about it. If he calls you to do something, tell him just like I told him, God, I don't know the first thing about what you've called me to do. I'm going to need help. I'm going to need resources, strategically placed individuals in my life to help me to do what you've called me to do. And even in the process, when you do get started, give yourself some grace and be patient with yourself, especially if it's something you're called to do that's unfamiliar. And normally when God calls us to do things, it is out of our comfort zone. He gets us out of our comfort zone. I, it was never my plan to have a podcast. I don't like hearing my voice, but he told me it wasn't for me to listen to. It was for other people to hear. But I want you to give yourself some grace. And if you fall off, if you fall off, whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing, just like I went a whole month without recording a podcast, just get back in the routine, get back in habit. Um, Time management is very important. I'm learning that I have to be more be more mindful of time management now that I am working for God. Now that God is my CEO, I have to be more be more mindful of time management. And I'm working from home versus me leaving my home and going into an office. I have to be more mindful of my time management. And I have to be a good steward of my time as well. So I just want to encourage somebody. I don't even, that was the Holy Spirit. I don't even know why, but God knows who that was for. So I want you to be encouraged. Um, and a good support system is also beneficial. Accountability partners, someone that can hold you accountable is also important. Okay, now back to the episode. So the situation was, I was entertaining two men. I was entertaining two men and one of the males, every time I would hang out with him, he would reach out to the other male and inform the other male what we had hung out, went on a date, whatever we had did. And I remember saying that I'm done with this. Uh, I ain't, I can't keep doing this, keep going back and forth because when he would reach out to the other male and inform the other male what we had done, then the other male coming to me and trying to confront me about what I had did with the other guy, Blaje just that and the third. So 
I had said I was done. You know, I, I was cutting off the snitch, basically, is what I said. I was cutting off the snitch. You know, he can't keep his mouth shut, so I'm going to just cut him off. That way I just cut him out the equation. I ain't got to worry about that because I'm getting tired of him. Every time we hang out, he's snitching on me. Well, every time I did, the, every time I said I was going to do that, it didn't happen. Every time I said I was going to do it, it did not happen. And I remember the Holy Spirit said, you trying to do this within your own power and you can't do it. You can't do this on your own. After I heard that, I began praying. I told God, I said, I couldn't do it alone and I needed help. I said, God, I surrender this situation to you right now. And I give you full permission to take control because I can't do it on my own. I've been trying and I am nothing without you and I can do nothing without you. I believe sometimes God just be waiting on us to ask for help before he will step in. God will show you that you can't do. God will show you that it can't be done without the help of the Holy Spirit. So I I went to God, I said that prayer and me going to God and saying that prayer, I was able to cut the snitch off. Probably shouldn't be calling the individual snitch, but hey, I mean, that's what they call them, tattletales. Um, I went to God and after I prayed that prayer, I had help with the Holy Spirit. I had help from the Holy Spirit. And I was able to get out of that messy situation. I was no longer entertaining the tattletale, which I shouldn't have been entertaining the tattletale anyway. God had been shut that door, but I went back and opened the door. That's another story. But um, so I want to give you some Bible to back up what I said as far as the Holy Spirit helping us and us not being able to do things on our own. Romans 8 verses five through eight out of the message Bible says those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle, but never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's action in them find that God's spirit is in them living and breathing God obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open into a spacious, free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self-ignorance, self, anyone Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God, ends up thinking more about self than God. That person ignores who God is and what God is doing, and God isn't pleased at being ignored. So, that was pretty good. So, during that situation, I was obsessed with cutting, I was obsessed with cutting the dude off who was being messy. And I felt like he was, I felt like he was acting like a female. I mean, drama. That's what females I've known to do in the past. 
is be messy. That's what I've known females to do is be messy. But anyway, um, I was, I was also tired of going back and forth. So I said I was done, but wasn't aware that what I was attempting to do, I was trying to do it on my own. And I don't, I mean, I, I was sure that I was going to do it, but I remember like every time I tried to do it and it what I remember saying, Holy Spirit, like, why is this not working? I'm trying to do it. When the Holy Spirit revealed to me that I couldn't do it on my own, then I prayed. So I want to encourage someone today. If you find yourself repeating the same cycle, it's because you're attempting to do something without the help of the Holy Spirit. You need the help of the Holy Spirit, whatever it is that you're, whatever cycle it is that you're re, you're repeating. You're attempting to, you may be attempting to do it without the help of the Holy Spirit. So say the prayer I prayed and expect the Holy Spirit to help you in whatever area you need help in. Now, my situation was concerning two dudes. I was entertaining both. Yours may be something different. It may be an addiction to alcohol, drugs. I don't know. However, if that is the case, know that there is professional help available and don't be ashamed to reach out for help if that is the case. I am a therapist and I went to therapy two years and I'm happy that I did. It made a positive impact on my life. Um, many people have the assumption that therapists don't go to therapy. But that is not the case. Um, therapy is very beneficial. It is, it's a part of self-care. And we should all be taking care of ourselves. Our mental health is very important. If we're not taking care of our mental health, then how can we be healthy to be able to help someone else, especially if you're a parent. If you're a parent and you have minor children, if you're not taking care of yourself, then how can you be able to take care of your children? So I want you to know that if it's anything that you're trying to break free from, the help of the Holy Spirit will definitely help you do that. I also know that when you're making changes in your life, God starts removing and replacing people. So don't be afraid to let go of people and things God is taking from you. Know it's for your own good and know that God knows what he is doing. Um, people end up going down different paths in life. They don't always stay on the same path with the people they started out with. That is completely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. People grow. Some people stay stagnant. Some people are not growing. Some people are staying stagnant. But the more things start changing in your life, the more that God start doing things in your life, you would notice things start changing. And you, you may not, you may not even understand it, but just know that if God is at work in your life, everyone is not going to understand what he's doing in your life or where he's taking you. And the decisions you make, I'm a faith, faith taught, faith walk lady, meaning I make faith moves, meaning I do stuff that don't make sense. Went to the dealership years ago, credit score was like 500, didn't have, didn't even have a, um, what they call it, a savings, emergency fund in your savings account. You know, if you have an emergency, didn't even have an emergency fund. God told me to go to the dealership pick out the car, 
pick out the color, the features that I want. That was a faith move. I didn't, I didn't have the resources, but he told me to go. So that's what I did. So, and also be mindful that it is not for your, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody to understand, but be mindful that when God gives you things, pay attention. Cause I'm learning that a lot of things that God has released to me or given me or told me, it hasn't went any further because I'm not supposed to speak on it. So don't be quick to talk. Last week I talked about what that mouth do. Be mindful of your mouth, not only when you're speaking things, we want to speak life, but also be mindful of keeping things to yourself. If God has not told you to share it with anybody, um, if he's told you to do something and you have no clue of how to get started, pray and ask him to place people in your life to help you in those areas. And he will do exactly that. You pray. The key is to pray expect God to answer and you have to have faith as well. Faith is also a key. Faith without works is dead and it is impossible to please God without faith. But I just want you to know that your power won't do it. You definitely need the help of the Holy Spirit. Um, I also want to read that Bible verse in the Amplified. It was Romans 8, 5 through 8. For those who are living according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body. But those who are living according to the spirit set their minds on things of the spirit, his will and purpose. Now the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever, because it pursues sin. But the mind of the spirit is life and peace, the spiritual well-being that comes from walking with God both now and forever. The mind of the flesh, with its sinful pursuits, it's actively hostile to God. It does not submit itself to God's law since it cannot, since it cannot. And those who are in the flesh living a life that caters to sinful appetites and impulsive pulses cannot please God. So you have to be mindful that when it comes to the flesh, um, you have to die to flesh daily. You have to die to flesh daily because if not, the flesh will take over and you will be doing things that is not pleasing to God. So you have to die to flesh. Um, I start my day off with God. If I don't start my day off with God, whew, the flesh will, Mm-mm-mm. if I don't start my day off with God, meaning putting my flesh in check, the flesh would be doing things that is not pleasing in God's sight. Now, don't get it wrong. I mean, don't get it twisted. I'm not perfect. I fall short of the glory. I repent, get back up and keep going. But I'm better than what I was. I mean, you know, I'll just tell you some stories. But you have to die to the flesh. You have to die to the flesh. And it says, but those who are living according to the spirit sets their mind on things of the spirit. So that means our minds is set on his will and purpose. I always talk about that whenever I pray, I pray according to God's will. I don't be asking for what I want. I don't be asking for anything that's going to please my flesh. I pray God, your, let your will be done. And even whenever I'm praying for other people, they can come to me about their requests, especially if it's got something to do with um, 
if it's got something to do with health, of course, I want this person to be healthy. If they going for tests or something, I want the test to come back negative, nothing to be wrong. But say, for instance, if, if they're praying to me asking about prayer when it comes to a job or when it comes to a relationship. For example, my son recently, he applied for um, a different position at his job. Well, when I went to God and prayed about the position, I my prayer was, God, if this is your will, you know what your will and your purpose is and you know where my son needs to be. So if this is your will, let your will be done. If it wasn't God's will, then I didn't want it because if it wasn't God's will, then that meant that what my son was wanting, even though if it wasn't God's will, it was a reason. It's a reason if it's not God's will. I don't know what the reason could have been, but in this particular situation, it was God's will. He ended up having favor and receiving that position or that promotion. He got the promotion. So it wasn't God's will. But when I go to God, I go to God praying his will be done, not my will, um, not what I want. I want your will to be done because I know when it comes to God, he wants us to have his best. And while we may want one thing or think we need one thing, God knows what's best for us. He also knows what's going to happen later on down the road. And I'll give this example. I don't know if I've shared this before, but I'll give this example. When I um, started working at the employer that I was working for, I remember I had, it was two job offers. The job offer I wanted didn't require me to travel. I would stay at the school from like eight to three. I wanted that job because I would be at the school from eight to three. But whenever I got to talking to God about it, I prayed and I said, God, whatever your will is. The Holy Spirit told me to take the position position that I didn't want, which was God's will. I took that position, started in July. In November, the same year, the other position that I wanted, the whole department shut down. So see, while I was praying and told God, I want a position where I'm at the school, God already knew that that department was going to shut down in November. So that's why he told me to take the other position because he already knew that. So that's an example of me praying God's will be done and then learning why he didn't want me taking the other, why he told me not to take the other position because he knew that that position was, go, that department was going to be closed down in November, months after I started working there. But um, yeah, I just want you to be aware that you need the help of the Holy Spirit when you're trying to um, break an addiction, when you're trying to anything. I, I tell God all the time, I'm nothing without you and I can do nothing without you. So just know you can't do it within your own power. All right. So I'm gonna close this prayer. I mean, I'm gonna close out in prayer and I pray that you all have a wonderful week. I pray that you all be expecting to hear from God. Father God, I come to you once again. I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to just to be able to record another episode. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you continue to do in and through my life. I thank you, Lord, for just helping me know that, helping me realize that I, when it comes to me, I cannot do anything within my own power. I need the help of the Holy Spirit. I pray that your children understand that as well. I pray that they know that with you, with the help of the Holy Spirit, they can get things done. I pray, Lord, that even if they fall short, that they be mindful to just to repent, get back up, accept your forgiveness, forgive themselves and move on. I pray that they don't wallow in it. And I pray that they don't allow the enemy to 
deceive them. I pray that they be mindful that there's nothing that they will ever do that will ever separate them from your love. God, I love you and I thank you. All these things I ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen.